Welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. Did you call me stupid in the middle of my (laughs) opening sequence? I just said the word stupid, and I'm definitely going to cut it out to not interrupt your intro. No, you can leave it in, that's fine. (laughs) No, I think that you doing the intro is like a free pass for us to do whatever yep. laughing or coughing we want to do because it's gonna oh, get I cut see. out anyway get all your cops I, out <laughs> i thought you were gonna say that you think that me starting the intro is a way for me to end any conversation that i don't want to continue having with you guys which is true yeah <laughs> pretty good yep it's my trump card <laughs> Oof. don't like the way that sounds anymore in these modern times Oh man, I forgot. I never really thought about that. But <laughs> you that forgot really is a about bummer. the yeah. basic nature of the bad world. <laughs> yeah. Well, like that word is a good word. Yeah. In yeah. other ways. Oh, uh, what if you said instead of trump card? What if you said this is my to serve man? <laughs> <laughs> what? How would you feel about that? A good joke. Yeah, it you is. were trying to the call back book. to something we talked about before the show, but you did it yes. in a way that was pure nonsense. No, yes. it's also, it's Even also if, nonsense if you have the context Yeah, that's for it. what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. That's the point. Now, here's the thing, though. There's that reveal of the cookbook. So what I am mm-hmm. saying is, ta-da, reveal. Trump card. That's You're not what a Trump, Trump card, card That's not what that is. That's not what that <laughs> is the, at all. The, the <laughs> act of revealing it No, no. That's trap card mm. you're thinking of from Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah that's right. I'm extremely hooked on Yu-Gi-Oh now. How about yeah. instead, you, instead you call it, instead you say that uh, you've played your shiny Charizard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I that. do like that better than Trump card now. Yeah, you like, oh uh, man, he's really pulled out his blue eyes white dragon. Yeah, that's No, that sounds melon. like a dick, sorry. <laughs> yeah, name me one Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh that doesn't sound like a dick and then we can talk. No, if you mention eyes and dragons at all, yes, it does, but I think shiny Charizard might be okay. No. Not anymore. Yeah. Now that we're thinking about it, it's not okay. Yeah. I think every game card could be interpreted as a dick if you pull out your Black Lotus on me. Oh, no. I knew that was the one you were going to go because that's the one I was thinking of, and we were both cloned from the same uh, Super Soldier. (laughs) Yes. It's the only uh, magic card that everyone knows the name of because of the fact that it was, like, broken when it came out or something. I don't remember. Which one? Black Lotus. Oh, oh yeah, that's it's super it's expensive. It's an artifact that costs nothing to summon and lets you tap three mana of any. But doesn't color. it like hurt you as well or something? No, there's some there's, reason. There's no drawback. That's why it's banned. Ah, because it's, it's well, anyway. you basically can win the game in one turn if you draw like two of them and a big cost card because you can have like way more power summoning power than you're supposed to. Yep, magic is a stupid game, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my explanation of that. So, yep. uh, what did you do online this week, Matt? Well, I went down a pretty big rabbit hole, and I'm not quite sure if it filled me with existential dread or not, 
You sure but it you wasn't a for... bottle that said "eat me" and a cookie that said "eat me" and a bottle that said "take me"? Yeah. You sure it wasn't like a dog hole or something? You said it's pretty big, and rabbits aren't usually very big. Have you seen those giant fucking rabbits from Australia that are the size of like a child? Those are kangaroos, Matt. Come on, <laughs> and they're so muscular and terrifying. Yes. No, but seriously, have you seen? Do you night guys know what I'm talking about? Those giant yes, rabbits—they're really. so scary. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, um, no, I was. Uh, I read a bunch about and then started watching videos about the Fermi Paradox. Do you guys know about this? Uh, it certainly uh, sounds like a thing I would know about. Basically, the Fermi Paradox... <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's not any of those things. <laughs> Damn it! It's a philosophy thing. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, I'm just gonna go through it very quickly. Uh, it's Obviously, not that tea with the goo in the bottom that tastes slightly alcoholic? What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, um, kombucha? Making, yeah. Because it's fermented. Mm, that's too much of a stretch. Wowzers, that was a stretch. That was a stretch for this show, which is, like, a, a big thing to say. Anyway, um, no, the Fermi Paradox is that there are, uh, like, a million planets in the universe. More yep, that's how like, many. A million planets in the universe for every grain of sand on Earth. Like, right. there's so, 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 so many. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, even if only 0.001% of them can support life, which we already know it more than that can, um, and the universe is 3 billion years old, which is about how- oh no, the universe is 6 billion year, years old, Earth is 3 billion years old, um, probability says that almost certainly there would- there should be a bunch of alien races that would have, like, already colonized every habitable planet in the universe, but they haven't. Mm. And that's the Fermi paradox. Like, why hasn't that happened? And There's that huge uh, resource cost to traveling in space, though. Right, but I mean, you would eventually do it if you were... So, I mean, some people say, well, maybe the, the problem is that like, there's just no way to break the light barrier, and so everyone... Like, the, the cap on evolving as a society is your own planet, and then you die. Which would be mm-hmm. kind of a bummer. Yeah, I think that's probably it, though. Or, I mean, just yeah. coincidence, because if there are, uh, if there are theoretically billions or trillions of other Earth-like planets that could have developed life literally a billion years before we did, uh, then it's just as unlikely that they would visit us as they would have all visited, like, each other instead or whatever. Yeah, they've all killed well, each other out there somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> we're the last Wars. ones left. This is the end of the universe. <laughs> Remember well, the Star problem, Wars? That's how they all died. The, the Star Wars. The problem with that theory, though, is that uh, by definition, uh, like, empire building is exponential. So... If you conquer, if you colonize one other planet, now you've got two planets to colonize from, and then both of those colonize planets. So, like, if there's if there's that many societies out there, it would be statistically almost impossible that they wouldn't have reached us by now, unless and it's yet. impossible for them to travel over like the interstellar dif- distance which a lot of people are saying is a possibility the other possibility is that we're the first ones oof <laughs> yeah. yeah it's i i think that it's uh like a lot of these like 
the idea that interstellar travel, yeah, okay. Uh, intergalactic travel, oh boy. That's when it's getting really into, like, okay, well, that's probably we can't do it, right? Unless the, you come up, unless you figure out a way to use the fact that all distance is an illusion to, like, <laughs> do that. Uh, yeah, and then uh, you just, like, you go, oh, distance isn't real, you can teleport wherever you want. Yeah, the problem is, I say that to myself all the time, hoping that I'll teleport, but I don't, so yeah, there's you gotta don't, be another You don't live in a it. Douglas Adams book, Matt. <laughs> I know! More's <laughs> the pity. You can't just wish that the universe worked better, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm saying- Don't we all wish that all the time? Doesn't that keep us going? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so my point is, if we could figure out a way to, to somehow- weaponize the knowledge that distance is an illusion, then maybe we could get places, but with the current knowledge we have of the laws of physics, no, we wouldn't be able to get to anywhere outside the Milky Way. But even in the Milky Way, there's so many planets! So many planets! Uh, yeah, there's also have our own planet, like the Little Prince. Uh, I thought you meant, like, Mormonism. <laughs> well, yeah, also uh, that. I Little think- Prince is a Mormon, right? He was one of the prophets? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, no, he's a he's a dead Mormon, and then you become god of your own planet. Uh, I think that is a particularly interesting look at the afterlife. Um, anyway, uh, what if it's a problem- I, ca- I call dibs on Uranus. What if it's a problem of scale and the aliens have gotten here, but they're way too small for us to ever detect? (laughs) Or way too big. That's another one that people have thrown about is that, like, what if the aliens are so advanced that we can't even perceive them? Yeah, that's called men in black theory. (laughs) I mean, it's not because they perceive them like that's the whole that's the plot of everything that they do. I meant the end of Men in Black, where all the galaxy is just in the, like, uh, neck charm of a cat of a much larger alien. Spoilers! Spoilers! Spoilers for that movie that came out 21 years ago. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but no, I mean, then my rabbit hole went into, like, class one, class two, and class three societies, which I don't know if you guys have read about. Uh, I know mm. one of them is utilizing all of the energy of the planet. The other is utilizing all of the energy of the sun by, like, uh, Dyson Sphere or whatever. And then I don't know the one, the next one. Yeah, the class three is utilizing all the energy of the space. So, like, you utilize all the energy on the planet you're on, and then you utilize all the energy on the star that your planet is around, and then you utilize all the energy of all the space within your solar system, like, the planet's moving and shit. Nice. And, like, basically, once you can manipulate energy on that scale, uh, you can control the laws of physics, and so, if you could do that, and you were a society that advanced- you probably would not want to bother to show yourself to people like us because we're fucking idiots. So yeah. society advancing is just uh, destroying things like a cancer to a greater and greater degree. Uh, is it? I mean, that's <laughs> Apparently, also a yes. theory. Everything is think- destroying on its is destroying itself on its own anyway. Like the sun yeah, would entropy. go. The sun would go out whether or not you captured the light to power things. That's true. Yeah, but the thought of a sentient species like humans, like, using up Earth and then being like, alright, gotta no, expand no, 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 out no, 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 no. When Jeff says utilizing all the energy, he doesn't mean, like, sucking all the juice out of a juice box and then throw it away. That's what I'm hearing. He just means- That's how we're e- doing it right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But the energy that is naturally produced by the thing, you, like, 
you capture all of that energy that it is spitting out. In the good way, like by using uh, wind turbines and uh, solar uh, panels. Yeah, like we are and currently like geothermal class- energy. We are currently classified as a one point seven, I think, society because we've just started to capture the energy of our sun. Yeah, here's the thing. I think it's because humans- we all started playing Boktai. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's a Game Boy Advance game that had a little sun sensor on it, so you'd have to go play outside. Yeah. Boktai, the oh, power yeah, of the sun yeah. in your hands. Now, Did you not see those commercials? You're really, no. you're really reaching this episode, though. <laughs> I'm sorry that I know weird things. <laughs> Human beings, as individuals and as a society, are too dumb to control that much stuff. That absolutely would lead to disaster. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I think that I think that the thing about it is that we've always been exactly as dumb as we are now and we're still doing okay. Like, are we? Not always. We've only been about this dumb for somewhere between 200,000 and 2 million years. Right. That's we were true. dumber. We were dumber before we were like fully people. What's crazy is that we were smarter before we were, like, in a civilization we're in now. Have you read about this? No, I haven't. Human beings' brain volume decreased significantly once they started, like, utilizing agriculture, because they didn't have to remember as much shit about, like, what was around them for hunting purposes. And it's never gone back up. I, I don't yeah. know if brain volume is the ideal metric. We're smarter in other ways, like we figured out how to do agriculture, <clears throat> for example. Well, Yeah, but when you're hunting, though, you have to focus all your mental energy on that. You can't right. do inventing and other stuff. Right, so we've specialized more. As a society, we're smarter, but as individuals, we're dumber. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So, that but sucks. Societies are the ones that get things done. <clears throat> Ants, bees... <laughs> They're making all the moves. <laughs> it's like it's like how uh, like a wolf is a better hunter than a dog because a dog is fully reliant on people, uh, and so people are also fully reliant on people. We've domesticated humans in addition to the other species that we've domesticated. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I is think that that's good? fine. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But here's my point: was just that, like, I think that once we invented the sharp rock like we were already in trouble of like people being dumb enough to destroy other people so like we're just doing that more and i think if we harness all the energy of our star like we will just have more tools but we'll still be as dumb in terms of killing each other oh yeah Mm -hmm. we will absolutely turn the sun into a death star first thing (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we'll but build I a Dyson who? sphere. We'll build a Dyson sphere around the sun and put a laser gun on it, and that's the only thing that we'll use the sun's energy for. <laughs> and then we'll starve to death because there's no food. Yep, <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> but like, who would we use it against? It would take our whole society to build it. So then it would be yes. like we just left one guy out. Greg, <laughs> you're getting lasered though. <laughs> The enemies in current war are just as imaginary as the enemies in this hypothetical space war. Yeah. So we're just going to be like, fuck you, Alpha Centauri. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely no one there, but fuck you anyway. We're going to be like, that comet was sent on purpose from another planet, and we, we, <laughs> we have to blow it up with the Death Star. <laughs> <laughs>
That's uh, very depressing. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, but we'll all be long dead by the time that happens, so don't worry. Yeah. Is that more fun. or less depressing? I don't know. <laughs> it's all the same, right? I mean, it's the concept of optimistic nihilism, right? Like, yeah. because nothing you do matters, you might as well enjoy it, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing matters Yolo, in the long run. am I right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nothing matters <laughs> in the long run, so everything you do matters a lot, because you're only here for when you're doing it. Yep. Still kind of a bummer, though. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. guess so. <laughs> Louisa, what did you do online? Uh, well, I've been looking up a lot of... Um... Recipes? Nope. Uh, game uh, uh, info. Help. Cheats. Not cheats, just help for uh, Dragon Quest builders. Mm-hmm. Because this game, you both are playing it, inexplicably has oh, little challenges that you can do, but it doesn't tell you what all of them are. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know how you're supposed to know what they are, so I've been you're looking not. some of them up online. That you're supposed doesn't make to any sense! When I got to the end of <laughs> chapter one, and it was like, you completed like six out of the ten uh, things you were supposed to complete. I was so fucking angry. <laughs> I almost put the game down right what? then. <laughs> you could just I, immediately go back and get them though. That's what I did. Yeah, but what I, I did, what I did was I beat all of the chapters and then spent like an hour or two going back and finishing the challenges so that I could unlock everything in the the final open world. Mm, I've, I've just been going with each one I complete. I go and make sure I get all the challenges. If I had been informed, I would have completed all of the challenges before I finished the chapter. Going back yeah. and finishing them feels dirty to me. I think it's well, what I don't like is like a replayability thing. I guess. I guess I don't like that. Uh, like when you beat the main boss, uh, the world's better, and everyone's telling you it's great, and you're gonna have to go on to the next world. You know you have to do that. But then if you talk to your villagers, they'll be like, "Oh, you know, I heard there are three dragons. I wonder what would happen if you could find and kill them." So you're like, "Okay, there's a quest." But then, like, you're supposed to build a garden with very specific things in it, but no one's like, hey, it'd be cool to have a garden. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be yeah. great if it had a tree and some water in it. Like, yeah. no one says that. Nobody <laughs> tells you about the Cantlin garden. You just have to guess. I hate that. Yes, it's very bad. Maybe somebody does tell you, and we none of us, we just all happen to not notice, despite completely using all of the energy of that game and pumping it into our fun <laughs> engine. Yep. Uh, But, so, the thing that bothers me is, speaking of humans being absolutely the worst, people Mm -hmm. will ask, for instance, how do I know how to build the Cantlin Garden? I've looked up what's in it, so I know that, but how in-game am I supposed to know? And that question has maybe 20 responses, and every one of them is, oh yeah, here's the things you put in the Cantlin Garden. Yeah. No one read the question! <laughs> Out of, like, 20 people, none of them read what this person was asking. Yeah, I want to know, Ugh. like, in fiction, wh- what was who was I supposed to talk to that was going to tell me about this thing? Here's the thing that makes me even crazier. Like, those are definitely <laughs> the some of the most annoying comments on questions online, but mm-hmm. even more are the people who respond, and they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you didn't fucking contribute anything to this conversation. Why did you even bother? Mm-hmm. Why are you here? That gets back to the thing that makes me most angry, which I've certainly talked about many times, but Amazon reviews where people are like, I don't know how big this is. Is this a six inch one or is this the eight inch one? And people be like, um, oh, I don't know. I didn't check what it said on the box. 
What? Why did you write that onto Amazon? Thanks. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) It's funny, though, because the Amazon app asks, like, do you know how to answer this question before? And then you say yes, and then type the answer. You could have just said no. You should have said no. Oh, man. That kills me, though. Uh, And for Uh, everything, does this have peanuts in it? I'm allergic to peanuts. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Why? I I just recently bought myself a new computer chair that I'm very excited about, and I was looking at reviews, and a lot of people were like, oh, does this have a reclining thing? And then a lot of people were like, oh, I don't know, but it's great. (laughs) Fucking don't sell me on it. Like, yeah, yeah, I know what I need more than you do, asshole, obviously. Yeah. In every part of my life, it gets me super angry when someone clearly writes out some parameters for something and the person quote-unquote reading it does not pay the slightest bit of attention to what the details were that were given. I had a guy at work this week try Mm -hmm. to be shitty to me because I was like on a phone call. I was like, hey, can you do this thing? And then he like forwarded me an email from someone else saying that, that I should do that thing. And then I was like, yeah. I know, I know, I was the one who told him, yes, I asked you to do it, because that's how delegation works, you fucking asshole. <laughs> fucking do it! I uh. think, I think that the thing Louisa is complaining about has a good impulse. Matt, the thing you're complaining about is that other person being a lazy moron. The thing I lo- don't think it always has a good impulse, though. I think they, I think they want to help. I think they just don't take the next step of assessing whether or not they can help. <laughs> That's as bad, if not worse, than yes. not trying to help at all. Yeah, Specifically it's- for work things, where I email somebody like, hey, I know you want me to send this to this address, but this isn't a real address, so can I have a real one, please? I think and they're like... A week later, oh yeah, um, we sent you that address, and then they send me the same information. No, I just told you that one doesn't work. I think it uh, it reminds me of, you know that quote, I don't even know who said it, but that quote, uh, we hate most in others that which we see of ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think that part of the reason it makes me so angry is because maybe once a month I will be on like Facebook or something and see someone else's post and then be like, okay, here we go, I'm going to answer this, and then I type it out, and then I read what I wrote, and it... It says nothing. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck, delete this. <laughs> like, yeah. I- I've mentioned this exact impulse that you just described on this show before, and you made fun of me about it. Well, sure, I make fun of myself about it, too. I'm very dumb. I think that it's an aspect of Dunning-Kruger effect, where we think, like, well, I'm smart, I must know the answer to this, when really, (laughs) no, we don't, we're, we're dumb, and we don't know answers to any questions. I find something that I see all the time that's like the most benign kind of mansplaining, and I don't think men even realize they're doing it. You guys might do it, and I'm not putting you on blast. I probably I don't know. do. I do most <laughs> but- of the terrible man things. <laughs> <laughs> when someone, especially a woman, says somewhere on social media, like, oh, I really want to buy a new guitar. Like, does anyone have one that they like? Will be how they word this. And oh, I some see people where this is going, respond yeah. with, oh, yeah, this is the top rated one on Amazon. And it's yeah. always, it's always men who do that. Yeah. <laughs> that is not helpful. You are not answering any kinds of questions when you're doing that. Yeah. I, I've <laughs> seen people do this where they like, somebody will be like, hey, is anyone who is a professional in this field <laughs> able to tell me about plumbing or whatever? And mm-hmm. then people, 
it's clear, just copy and pasted that into Google and yes! then, like, post the results on their page. Like, fucking, yeah! They probably could have done that. They probably did do that already. Yes. Oh, my God. I will so, say, I know one specific female person who does this, and so mm-hmm. it's mostly men, you're right, but there are some women who are just as awful. Women can be as awful as men if they choose oh, to no. be. Oh no, don't yeah. be that guy, Matt. No, that's the motto of 2018, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I said if they choose to be. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a, like, uh, bad. that makes the qualifier almost worse. <laughs> it does. <clears throat> so, everyone is bad, is what we've learned. Yep. But anyway, uh, what what started this again? Oh, the Dragon Quest thing. Yes, people yeah. helpfully not helping one bit, not answering the questions. Yes. I mean, that's most of the internet at this point. Yeah. I wonder if... I, I sometimes think about how much energy the internet uses up doing dumb shit that only hurts everyone, including the person doing it. So Bitcoin? <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically. <laughs> and I just wonder, like... If you could, if we could flip a switch where instead of it being 80% dumb shit to 20% actually useful knowledge and have that, that ratio flipped, would we all instantly become like, like super geniuses? Would the whole universe, all of our problems be fixed instantly? I kind of think maybe they would. Yeah, it's mm. it's fun to think about ways in which all of our problems would be fixed instantly that wouldn't happen <laughs> anyway, because you can never be proven wrong. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> the problem uh, with all our problems being fixed, like on Star Trek or whatever, is that you have to then have everyone have full confidence in society, which will never ever happen in a million years, because yeah, our monkey brain is always like, I don't trust this other adult to make adult decisions for me, because I'm also an adult. I was thinking about this, I've been rewatching Star Trek, and I'm on Deep Space Nine now, um, and... What's really whack about the Star Trek quote-unquote utopia is how all of the races still are very segregated, where people will be like, that's a very Klingon thing to do, and I'm like, yo, that's kind of fucked up, though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because it's- because Star Trek isn't about the 24th century. Yeah, exactly. It's about when it was made. So all of the aliens have to just be, like, broad racial stereotypes so they can talk about why those broad racial stereotypes are bad. I sometimes think about how when people made Star Trek, I think that the people making it genuinely thought that the humans on that show represented us, but definitely 100% the Ferengi are the ones that actually represent us (laughs) as a society. Mm -hmm. Um, Are Ferengi uh, anti-Semitic? Yes. Yeah, probably. Uh, Although they've got- They're not as bad as the- Banking goblins from Harry Potter. That's the most. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They're, they're not. A, they're not like dwarves from Tolkien <laughs> levels of anti-Semitic. Yeah, yeah, because they like they have weird, exaggerated features, but I don't think they have most of the classic Jewish stereotype ones. Correct. Although I think almost every mm-hmm. actor who ever played a Frankie was Jewish, which isn't great. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> 
So, what did you do online this week? Who hasn't talked? Jeff. I don't remember. Sorry. It's me. <laughs> God, I've just been <laughs> waiting to be rescued from that conversation for hours. <laughs> uh, I started, I redeemed You, it. Twilight Zone, fell between the two <laughs> moments of the end of that a terrible sentence and the start of me asking you what you were doing online. Yeah, there was finally time for me to read all those books in between <laughs> these conversations. Uh, I redeemed a humble bundle code that I purchased like two or three years ago for a month of Final Fantasy XIV and began to play Final Fantasy XIV. I redeemed the code not realizing that the countdown starts when you redeem it and not when you create your character and start playing. So I wasted like four days on not doing it. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, I got... I got the Steam version and then downloaded a 21 gigabyte update after downloading the 9 gigabyte Steam version. <laughs> and then I went to log into it the next day and it was like, you can't log into this the free trial version because you already have an account with time on it. And I was like... Okay, cool. I guess I'll delete that 30 gigabytes of downloaded information and go get the installer, which hopefully won't have as much of a download. So the installer was only like 100 megabytes. Cool. I open it. I log in. 21 gigabyte download again. So again, (laughs) I have to wait overnight for it to download. And then finally, I log in and I create my character and it's great. And I realize that the entire game is just walking to waypoints on the map and clicking through a dialogue box and then walking to other waypoints on the map. <laughs> over And I did this for about four or five hours while listening to podcasts because, I mean, what else am I going to do on a Saturday night uh, when I like don't have friends and have to go to work in the morning? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm hoping the game will do more things uh, and that maybe it will be fun uh, to play despite my current method being to skip all of the dialogue because I do not care why you want to me to go kill five were-rats or whatever. Yeah, it's crazy how <laughs> unappealing the dialogue is in Final Fantasy games anymore. Well, uh, it always was. It was always absolute nonsense. There was a time when I genuinely, like, I I still think I could describe to you pretty well the personality of the characters from, like, Final Fantasy uh, 4 or whatever. Yeah, the, but the like, plots were always bad. It's just when you were a kid, they seemed better because you were maybe. a kid. Maybe. <laughs> I, I was definitely more willing to give them the benefit of the doubt when, like, a thing didn't mm-hmm. make any sense. I oh, was like, everyone turns out to be from the same orphanage, but they all had amnesia? Okay, <laughs> what? yeah. Final what Fantasy are you talking about? Is, is from a garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh I don't know. I think that translating games back then was not something that people uh were good at doing. I think that's, that's true. part of it. I also think that they were not I think that at one point up until like Final Fantasy 6, I think they were sort of like let's try to make this make some kind of sense to people. Uh mm-hmm. and then once they got to Final Fantasy 7, they were like actually let's not bother. Let's write a soap opera, but just not have any of the pieces connect to each other. (laughs) Yes, exactly. All of these things are in it, and people can figure out their own (laughs) connections. Yeah. You never want to be in the position, and this happens all the time in Final Fantasy, where there's a dramatic reveal, and you're like, wait, who is this guy? Have we seen this guy before? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Final Fantasy VII. Has everyone played Final Fantasy VII? 
No, mm-hmm. and I never will, so don't okay. worry about spoiling it. Also, it came out 21 years ago. Yes, that's true. <laughs> it came out the same day as Men in Black, oddly enough. Uh-huh. Um, Did we tell was that before the show? I no, don't that know. was during it, because yeah, it was so. the Fermi Paradox. Yep. Five um, years ago when we talked about the Fermi <laughs> the Paradox. The Fermi Paradox is anything in pop culture happened exactly 21 years ago. <laughs> it's a moving point in time. So, so the probably most climactic moment of Final Fantasy VII, this is a spoiler for Final Fantasy VII, anyone who yeah, hasn't yeah. heard it, skip ahead a few minutes. The, <laughs> the most climactic moment in Final Fantasy VII is that you find out that Cloud isn't actually who he thinks he is. He's like uh, pretending to be somebody else. And you're like, oh man, this is going to be crazy when we find out who he's pretending to be. And it's just some guy. It's not a guy we've seen before. This is three quarters of the way through the game. Yeah, but, like, isn't it? He's supposed to, like, he thinks he's a clone of Sephiroth, but actually he's just a regular person. He is, uh, like, a guy who got bounced out of the, like, super soldier program because the experiments fucked up his brain real bad. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's a great way of putting yeah, it. Though. No, yeah, I know you're right. It. Yeah. Uh, and so, but but he like is uh, you know, taken under the wing of a guy who is a clone of Sephiroth, kind of. Uh, and then that guy gets killed, and then Cloud like gets very upset, and then he starts to like believe he is that other guy. Uh, which I guess is fine. Like, that's a fine story if you want to tell that, but you really, really need to make us know who that other guy is before the dramatic reveal that they're the same person. Who is that other guy? His name is Zack, and there's, like, Zach, right. almost nothing in the game about him. And the first time you see him, you, like, you're literally, like, I don't know who this is. <laughs> what does this mean? Yeah, like that, uh, body swap episode of Justice League. Where yes. Lex, Lex, Lex Luthor is like, I can finally find out who the Flash is, and he takes the mask off, and he's like, I don't, I don't recognize this person. Yes, that was a good <laughs> joke and episode. Oh come on, we could have just no, flown into the next part of the conversation. Now <laughs> well, I, I look like a big, now look like a look like a big hoser over here. <laughs> Um, you're always talking about your big hose, Jeff. Ah, uh, dick jokes. Oh, dick blue jokes. eyes, white dragon again. Right. <laughs> Shiny Charizard. Show. <laughs> I don't know. Is it only your shiny Charizard if you put that like glitter powder on your penis Bad. before you're no. yes. someone? Stop. <laughs> you need to put some highlighter on there. It's not going to catch the light properly. Oh man. <laughs> Is there any makeup that people put on their dicks, do you think, like, specifically yes. for that? Stop talking about this! Yes, I do think that. Stop it! Why? <laughs> What's wrong with this? Because it's bad and dumb and I hate it. Why? <laughs> don't, don't kink shame me, Jeff. Just because I, I want to stop makeup on my penis. <laughs> I know they uh, make rouge for the genitals. Do they? Yes, Please. they absolutely do. God, free me. <laughs> I'm trying not to say too much because Jeff is so upset. I don't You're understand not why making Jeff it better is by continuing to talk this. about <laughs> genital makeup. Uh, I'm gonna Whatever, die, Jeff. Uh, all right, let's get into these subreddits then. I guess. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I got r slash ico crypto. 
ICO crypto. I don't know what that means. Is this a Bitcoin thing? It sounds yeah, like a it's Bitcoin. It's probably thing. a Bitcoin thing because I. Oh, have no, no, I clicked idea. on. I saw the word blockchain. I'm clicking away. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I got r slash genital makeup. Which oh is weird. no! Oh, I can't we can finally it. find out about this rouge. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually got r slash zen, which is about philosophy. The opposite of genital makeup, you might say. <laughs> I can't imagine who would say that or why. <laughs> Zenital makeup. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. I like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I got r slash guitar porn, which is the thing we hate where they call it porn, but it's just nice looking guitars. It's just photographs of guitars and they are in no way not safe for work. <laughs> Correct, I hope. Uh, wait, did they have that guitar that Prince had that ejaculated on stage? Because <laughs> that is li- literally guitar porn. Yeah. Do you think Prince had a Reddit account? Oh, man. Maybe. He was like a big fucking nerd secretly. Well, yeah, what if Prince was one of us and he had a Reddit account? Just a slob like one of us? <laughs> Just yeah. a stranger on the bus? <laughs> <laughs> yep, try to find his way homepage. Because Reddit. <laughs> Boom! Wow. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm not sorry about that either. Yeah. Jeff, write down the song at the end of the episode is going to be whatever that dumb song is. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. I'm not going to remember. <laughs> that's, why I used, that's why I write it down, because otherwise no. I forget, and then I have to listen to the episode again, which is I absolutely torture. won't write it down either. Okay, fine. Uh, so we're gonna do guitar porn, I assume, because mm, the other two uh, would require us silently reading for a long time. Yeah, I want to discover what this Bitcoin thing is. Oh no, I don't even know what a blockchain is, and yeah, I don't I want don't to. Yeah, please don't explain it to anyone, Jeff. I don't know. Why would you think I would know? I don't know. You're a big nerd. You're a big time nerd from way back. (laughs) What? No. Bitcoin's not from way back. Bitcoin's from like 2012. (laughs) Remember Dogecoin? That was the only one I liked. I. What? Didn't we come up with the strategy to make our own cryptocurrency a couple weeks ago on this show? Uh, Seems like so crypto. I don't remember any of the details. I don't remember either. Why did. Why did we settle on that Shiba Inu meme being pronounced Doge? Because it's got an E on the end of it. Yeah. I I assumed looking at it that it was an intentional comedic misspelling of Doggy. Uh, and I oh, usually go... I usually <laughs> pronounce it like Doge. Uh, because the G in Dog would never be Zh. We have definitely had this conversation yes, on this have, podcast before. Because then I yes. said, I remember Homestar Runner said, what up, my doge? And like that became a thing for a while, and I thought oh, it was related to that, but it. I'm not sure. I huh. don't think it's related to that, but that's fine. <laughs> Everything is fine, but let's never talk about this again, please. Fair. I'm sure it'll come up in another 50 episodes. Yeah, probably. So prepare yourself uh, you April, say that April very gen- <laughs> You say that very generously, Jeff, because I'm pretty sure we talked about this like one and a half episodes ago. <laughs> we absolutely have not talked about the dog meme recently. I I really think we have. Yeah, I really think it was I in the last five episodes. It would have. Yeah. I f- think we, it would have come up during us getting like a subreddit related to dog memes. 
I don't think so. Anyway, let's. We have yeah. to do something else. This is so this is guitar porn. Then I think it's gotta uh, be guitar porn. I guess I just don't want to look at pictures of guitars. Yeah, but what is the alternative? Us talking endlessly about a philosophy that we all kind of think is cool, but don't know anything about. What about yeah. a full re-roll? No. No. <laughs> these are all fine. None of these are like Nazis and I love Nazis and hooray for Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. R slash hooray nope. for Nazis. Are you nope, using the number four? Did you use the number four? Oh, okay. This yeah, is very important. Let's see. Hooray okay. number four. Nazis. Enter. Uh, You're on a watch search list results. now. Nope, there's nothing here. Yeah, the watch list is people to elect to public office. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so guitar porn. Yeah, tell yep. us about these photographs of people's guitars. So this is an extremely boring. Uh, okay, guys. Read it. Hey, 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 mm-hmm. hey, guys. Let's tone down the hatred for this because we weren't anywhere near this dismissive of knives. Remember when we did knives? No, we did Knife Club, and that is a much more fun name. Also, because knife people are at least weird enough, whereas guitar people are just kind of boring. Or, like, the most interesting thing is, they're good at guitar, which I don't care about. I mean, that's fine. I just think it's weird how how instantly full of loathing well, we are for this board when no, we've, we've just looked at, like, more the Houston Rockets page and been more open-minded. Yeah, that was all in the past. We've become more discerning over time. Yeah. <laughs> we know it, it looks like it's shitty now. I kind yeah, of I hope- wanna- I want to get, like, r slash Tila Tequila 2020 or something. <laughs> I guess I kind of hoped when we started doing this podcast that I would become more accepting of different cultures instead of less. Yeah, like, yeah. I just roll. I just rolled again and got r slash enough commie spam. What does that even mean? That sounds so fun. No. No, stop it. <laughs> We're it's doing this one. not. Yeah, go on. So, the header one. is non-existent. It's very small. It fades from black on the left to white all the way on the right. And the art is pixel art that says the word Reddit. And then the Reddit alien is just a guitar pick with the Reddit alien's face on it. Yep. And the upvotes and downvotes are guitar picks, so I like that. Cute. Yeah. But then it's just 20,000 readers and 61 users here now, so no customization there. Yeah, boring. And, uh, let's see. Alright. Post amazing pictures of your guitars or come to talk about your setups. Taking your own pictures of your own instruments is highly encouraged, but feel free to post interesting pictures you encounter that you think others would like, too. Rules. Note. I hate rules, but I think these make sense. Who is I? (laughs) Not explained. There's only uh, one moderator, yeah. Golgar, so it's gotta be him. <laughs> yeah, everyone yeah. knows that the famous Power Rangers villain Golgar hates rules and loves guitars. <laughs> he sounds like he sounds like a, a friend of Gilgamesh from ancient mythology. <laughs> yeah. yeah, his friend that hated rules so much. Uh, that was in Kidu, I think. Haha, <laughs> 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 that was a great joke if anyone is very familiar with ancient Sumerian mythology. <laughs> Or that one episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. Mm, I mean, that they don't really get into Enkidu's uh, personality in that episode. Yeah, but we know what happened between Gilgamesh and Enkidu at Uruk. Do we? <laughs> yeah, arms <laughs> wide. 
<laughs> you know, you get it. It's normal. <laughs> uh, so the rules are, submissions should be music gear related, focusing on guitars, bass, or otherwise. Mandolins and other stringed instruments are welcome too, as are amps, stomp boxes, etc. Just keep with the spirit. That's weird, right? This is my editorializing. That's weird, isn't it? Oh, uh, okay. I <laughs> Man- assumed mandolins? that, like, hating rules, it was something uh, that the moderator said. <laughs> you it's mean weird it's- that we allow this, isn't it? <laughs> you mean it's weird that they allow instruments other than guitars? Yeah. I mean, same thing. Come on. <laughs> I think guitar. I think guitar accessories make sense, but I agree with you that I think non-guitars is a weird thing to have on this board. Yeah, because if you're going to say they're the same thing and it's too nitpicky to say no mandolins, but the whole thing about this is being nitpicky. Mm. Yeah. Can you imagine a board that is just, uh, like, pedal porn for guitar pedals? (laughs) Oh, God, there's probably is one. I'm going to look at the related subreddits. uh, Oh, there is no related subreddits on the sidebar. No one wants to be related to this subreddit. Yeah, this guy's been running it for seven years, though, it says at the bottom here. Yep. Um, Okay, so, self-posts for discussion are totally allowed. No advertising. Tasteful, non-obnoxious watermarks with your website or other details are okay, but the purpose of the post should be to share cool gear and not to advertise. And then, be most excellent to each other. No. (laughs) That's the first rule that I'm okay with, is because it's very- (laughs) that is what guitar guys are like. Yeah. What's- okay, can someone explain to me where- it's weird to me that guitar and, like, stoner bro culture have become so intrinsically linked, because mm-hmm. it's not like that with other instruments. We aren't always like, oh man, violin players are totally into mushrooms or whatever, <laughs> right? Mm, what yeah. about theremins? <laughs> well, theremins see, are think- very drugsy. <laughs> Are they? Oh, no, yeah. I don't think that at all. I think if someone plays the theremin, well, they're probably an undertaker. Well, they would definitely drink absinthe, though, wouldn't they? Yes! Yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> and and like, maybe smoke opium? A little bit of opium. All of the things we're saying makes me want to hang out with theremin players more, though. <laughs> the fact that Have they you seen those out- videos of cats playing theremins? Because that is amazing. No, Fun. sounds great. <laughs> Cute. The fact that they say mandolins and other stringed instruments make me think that mandolins are also a weed guy thing. Oh, I'm sure they are, yeah. Maybe. But why? What about guitar? Is it just because of, like, Jimi Hendrix and the Grateful Dead? I think it's because it's easy to pick up the very basics, and if you're stoned or something enough to just pay a lot of attention to learning guitar, you could learn to be pretty good even while stoned? Yeah, I guess. Also, I think, like, for some reason we've decided that it's societally acceptable for someone to play guitar at a party, which I think is a nightmare, but it does happen. Mm, I don't think that's true, that we've decided it's acceptable. I think as a society, we've decided that we're not allowed to tell the person to put their fucking guitar away. (laughs) Can you imagine (laughs) if somebody did that with, like, a trumpet (laughs) at a party? (laughs) That'd be great. A ska band breaks out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, actually, this does sound like a really cool party. Oh, that guy's got black and white checkered shoes. Watch out. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. <laughs> he's got a flat cap. He's going to start skanking any second. 
See, no. there are other cultural markers for different kinds of music. I guess he's, he's absolutely pulling a harmonica chassis out of that case, <laughs> and he's putting it around his neck. Oh no! Harmonicas are uh, scoffing. Was Blue yes. Traveler a ska band? I, I don't know, but that mm. was definitely a ska guy, and like John Popper was very <laughs> ska looking. Was yeah, he? I guess he wore that big dumb crocodile Dundee hat, though. See, yeah, I that's feel like ska. he's kind of is <laughs> not. <laughs> I feel like he's kind of more. I would think he's closer to the guitar bros than he is to the ska nerds. To me, yeah. I can see him wearing a tie-dye t-shirt for sure. Yeah. He, ha- he has on an oversized button-up and a fedora, which says ska to me extremely. Hmm. Do you think that, like, most of the guitar bros who get really good at guitar started just to get laid and then forgot about that and got way too into their guitars? Because that's yes. kind of my my thinking on John Popper with the harmonica. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah, probably. Man, can you imagine the kind of person who would be more likely to have sex with you? (laughs) What? No, who would be more likely to have sex with you when you found out that they they were really good at the harmonica? (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh man. I think that some of these guitars look okay. But the top post of all time is not a particularly interesting guitar. It's just oh, like I disagree. Kind of neat. I think it looks like a bowling ball. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. Or like really cool uh, glitter art nails, <laughs> and I love it. I really hate those clear knobs for the pickup adjustment on a guitar, though. Uh, I prefer ones that are like look more machiney. These ones make it look very bowling alley because they're like clear resin. Yeah, that's true. I don't like I don't that. Know which uh, so part, for I the, don't know which part you mean. For the listener, this is a super shiny finish, uh, resin, like, coated guitar that has a, like, black with blue glitter effect to it. It is like a bowling ball, like Jeff says. Uh, yeah, the, the, it's got four knobs on it that are black plastic with white text. No, I no, think they're, they're clear. Not. They're clear plastic over what? a black... Look at it, you can see through them a little bit. It's clear plastic oh. over black with white text. Oh, weird. That's the thing that I'm complaining about, that that clear... Yeah. Oh, I see. The fact that they're clear with the white painted uh, inset numbers makes me think of uh, D&D dice. Yes, but <laughs> the worst kind of D&D dice. <laughs> yeah, where the paint doesn't really stay yeah. inside the lines. Yeah. D4s. <laughs> Are That's those the worst, worst ones? I find those to be kind of great, actually. I like that they're little pyramids. It makes it feel, I don't know, mystical in some way. Yeah, they're the only ones that have non-standard printing. Like, people have not decided whether the number you've rolled goes at the base of the pyramid or the point. It has to go at the point, because if you have to lift up the dice to figure it out, that's no good. No, no, no. No, no, like, uh, like, on the base, like, so you can see it sitting. Right, like is so another clear? option at, at the point where the die m- meets the table. Oh, okay, no, I don't like that. Now it has to be yeah. the side that's uppermost. I agree, but that is not how all of the manufacturers do it. So, mm-hmm. okay, like the, the coolest guitar on the first page of top results is the fourth top one, which looks like a Viking ship, but as a guitar. Oh yeah, that is pretty cool. It is what very is it good. Called? 
uh, Hutchinson's Guitars Custom Explorer. Looks like a guitar Thor would play. Yes. Oh yeah, it does look very cool. I have become concerned lately with how Viking and Celtic culture is trying to be taken over by white supremacists. Yeah. Uh, lately? <laughs> no, well, I mean, lately it's really become extra oh, prominent. Yeah. I, I think only it's just because... become concerned about it lately. Before right. that, she was totally fine with it. <laughs> well, it's... before, I feel like I could be like, I really like Celtic knot work, and people will be like, oh, interesting. And now I feel like people will be like, oh, Louise is a white supremacist. <laughs> like, it's become, it's overtaken yeah. just mm-hmm. being interested in the art form. Yeah, it's, um, it's because for some reason in the past, like decade at most neo-nazis instead of being interested in punk imagery are exclusively interested in classical nazi imagery like they've gone from being like we're gonna forge our own uh asshole path forward and instead are like hmm, let's look at what literal actual Hitler did and do more of that. Yeah, it's the worst because it's also like a weird airbrushed uh, conversion van version of like oh, Viking shit. stuff. Guys. It crosses over way too much with D&D and like Conan the Barbarian. Like it's heavy, not- Heavy metal it's, stuff Oh my too. god, it's not related to history. Okay, I've said oh shit guys like three times and nobody stopped for even a second. Yeah, because she was in the the middle of a thought. Yeah, I was. I wasn't. You weren't. You said an airbrush van thing and then I said oh shit and then you started a new thought. Anyway, doesn't matter. My point is... Matters a little. Is... Does. Are (laughs) Ren Fairs a hotbed for white supremacy and we just didn't know it this whole time? No. I hope not. They sell think- a lot of bongs at Ren Fairs. I feel like bong culture like mellows out the white supremacists. <laughs> Am I wrong? That's I what I was hoping. That's true. Oh god. Oh, uh, there's so many pictures of like shitty super white teens wearing Make America Great Again hats and smoking weed. <sighs> I I think that Ren Fairs attract a certain like jovial pretendiness that um the modern white nationalist would not be interested in because they are self-serious assholes who cannot have fun. I don't know, though. I mean, yes, you're right about that, but I also think if a white supremacist rolled up to a Ren Faire, they'd be like, everything I like is here. Like, oh shit, yeah, but they wouldn't Viking they, and Celtic imagery. Mm, there's right. like, I can get fucking shit-faced on beer in the middle of the day, and there's absolutely no people of color. I think they wouldn't feel comfortable talking about uh their like racist stuff and therefore uh it d- is not necessarily a hotbed for them it is like another it is another place where they have to hide that they are uh white nationalist of some variety but my my fear with that stuff is always that it's just waiting for one person to be like actually this and then everyone else would agree and i'd be like oh fuck no i'm here <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm here like the uh-huh. tipping point i'm finding with this art which is making yeah. me so upset <laughs> yeah. but here's the thing i think because ren fairs cross over so heavily with the theater uh, crowd mm-hmm. that there's too many people of uh, yeah, there's too uh, many non-heterosexual yeah <laughs> different J- just say it <laughs> well I don't know how to say just not heterosexual except just saying not heterosexual of yeah. all kinds <laughs> so I, I think that yeah. might keep away horrible people I hope Ugh. I think that we've crossed the uh, bridge where like queer people across the spectrum are are just like that. Ah, they're gay. 
that's the word that they use now that's replaced it. But also, I understand your trepidation to yeah. decide that that's the word you're going to use. So if yeah, you I, did, so I if didn't want to say queer for that reason. So if you have right. a furious opinion about this, direct it to Jeff Kowalski. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm wrong also. <laughs> Keep in mind yeah. that uh, I know that the thing I'm saying is not my business or decision. <laughs> I think what I'm learning the most from this conversation is maybe we should go to the Ren Fair this year, you guys. Oh, oh maybe yeah. that's our 200th episode. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that next year, That will not year, happen Matt. for like two years. <laughs> that's true, and also that's very close to our 100th episode. <laughs> yeah, we basically went to a sit-down Ren Fair for our 100th episode. <laughs> oh man, it would I be very I haven't been to the Ren though. Fair in forever, though. Hey, yeah. I'm down. They're open now. We could go this oh, right, weekend. because it's like the summer. Yeah. You guys off yeah. work at all during the week? Because I work literally every weekend now. Uh, here's the thing. I could be with two weeks notice. So. Uh, here's the thing. I already Oh, so off. you would just quit your job to... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I will put in a request, and if it's two weeks, it gets like automatically approved, unless there's some terrible reason not to. Here's the thing. I already took off for the week of my birthday, so let's fucking do this. <gasps> yes! Right, oh absolutely. my god, yes! And we have to dress sure. up. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm yep. very into this idea. <laughs> I will I will put this together. I'm going to organize this. A birthday Wonderful. trip to the Ren Fair. Yes, awesome. Wait, Matt, is your birth Yeah, your birthday is the 10th, right? So you got to organize that quick. Yeah, I mean, it's got, I got two weeks. Now, I am going to be in Canada for one of those two weeks, so <laughs> oh, that okay. might complicate things, but Whoops. it'll be fine. I mean, they have Facebook in Canada, right? <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> Alright, great. So, we were very worried about the terrible situation of the world, but we found a way to make ourselves happy, so that's good. Why don't we go to the Ren Fair and very subtly lay down, like, as we're there, just being like, oh man, you're smelting a sword? That's fucking radical. You really hate Nazis too, right? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna use that sword to chop up some, some like, Swedish black metal band who, uh, <laughs> plays at Nazi bars or something, right? <laughs> I get so confused because you hear about the terrible Nazi metal bands, but then you hear about the extremely anti-Nazi metal bands. I don't. I can't keep track of that culture. If you want yeah. to see a very good film that deals with this subject, uh, that was clearly written by someone who just like looked up a bunch of stuff on Wikipedia about it, the movie Green Room is good for that. Uh, it's about a band who is not Nazis that accidentally books a gig at a Nazi club. Oh, God. Is it Captain Picard in that as a Nazi? <laughs> yes, Captain Picard is in it as a Nazi, and um, a Lieutenant Chekhov is in it as one of the band members. Very cool. <laughs> uh, oh, and Alia Shawkat is in it, too, because she's in serious things now. That's mm. fine. Yep. Uh, I'm looking at easily the most offensive offensive memorial ever put up to any human being. Uh, <laughs> it's number 24 of all time, and it says, Who knew Poopy Army Green could look so pretty? Chris Cornell, R.I.P. Uh-oh. <laughs> what does that even mean? Uh, the guitar is uh, sort of Poopy Army Green. Is this his Green. guitar? I don't understand. The yeah, that's, that's the, that's the part that be. I... I get that the color of the guitar is green, Jeff. The the thing that was confusing me is how this relates to Chris Cornell. It must be his guitar. Weird. 
Yeah. It's very weird that you would be like, I didn't realize such an ugly guitar could be so cool. Rest in peace, the person who owned it. <laughs> I didn't that realize- doesn't even make sense, actually. <laughs> like they don't they don't think it looks good. They should have worded this completely differently. Yeah. I didn't I didn't realize such a shitty, awful person could sometimes be kind of alright. Rest in peace, peace, Chris Cornell. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh God. I hate it. I don't I, hate I it. don't know who Chris Cornell is. Is he a bad person? Uh, no, he was the... Well, I don't know if he's a bad... Well, he's dead now, so he's not a person at all. He's just like some dust or a rotting skeleton. But he was the guitarist and singer for Soundgarden? Was yeah, they bad? did Black Hole I, Sun, right? I think, that was them? Yeah. I think most musicians from the 90s ended up being rapists or pedophiles. Is that true? Mm, uh, it's not it's not untrue. <laughs> it's it's not like British TV hosts from the 70s where that actually did happen. But yeah. like it I think it maybe coincidentally a lot of them were. <laughs> That's the problem. At what point yeah. does a coincidence become a pattern? <laughs> yeah. Um I'm looking yeah. at the oh I didn't look at the number. It's the number 45 of all time. Ah, oh, you always get so many. deep into the uh Reddit. I never go past the first page. Oh, I always I just sort of click around till I find cool stuff. Uh this one's called Just the Most Beautiful Guitar, don't you think? And it's like oh, a backwards guitar where the body of the guitar is what the head usually looks uh, like and yeah. then the head is like what the guitar body usually looks like. It's very weird and cool. That is yeah. very weird. It's hard it to tell like how big this guitar is. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just an artist like mock-up. I don't think it's a real guitar. Maybe. Hmm. It's a but shame it that it's a shame that the pegs and strings on the like body of the guitar that make it look like the head of the guitar uh, are just painted on. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. Yeah. It would be very cool if they were somehow functional, although I think that would make your guitar sound very shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really enjoying that a lot of these electric guitars are, because an electric guitar doesn't need to have uh, a hollow body to get any kind of sound. An they're, F hole. Yeah, they're all really nice pieces of wood, and that is very pleasing to look at. Like, you yeah. want to touch these guitars. Yeah, there are a lot of them that are made to look like Viking ships, and I really love that, <laughs> as long as it's nothing to do with white supremacy. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, flip a coin. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at number 40, Viking Les Paul, and, uh, yeah, pretty nice, but, like, you know, I... I Hope that it's not one of those uh, aforementioned yeah. white supremacist Swedish black metal bands. I just realized I have a tattoo from Norse mythology on my body. Should I oh, be no. very upset? We've talked about this already. You, <laughs> you should get... become an undercover journalist. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. but I mean, if you <laughs> accidentally become one of them, you can uh, get a full-time job at the New York Times. We were watching, um, I think I might have talked about this before, but uh, Jen and I watched, um, uh, what the fuck is that show? Carnival on HBO. Mm -hmm. You guys right. remember that show? Of I'm course. aware of it, but I don't know what it is. So the arguably bad guy on the show um, has like a tree tattoo across his whole back for a big part of it, and that's kind of how you know he's bad. Uh, mm -hmm. And then I realized that I have a tree tattoo on my back, and that made that's Jen how we very know you're uncomfortable. Bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, I'm sure we've had this conversation before because this is how we started talking about Clancy Brown in the first place. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Clancy Brown is the arguably bad guy with the, with the true right. tattoo. Yeah. 
And then well, he was also in a Thor movie. Have you considered that he's a white supremacist? <laughs> uh, there's no way. He's too nice. Uh, yeah, that's how it always happens. Thank you, di- thank you, Discover Santa Claus is really into this. He's a three percenter or something. Is that the, the racist biker gang? No, I don't know. I was don't he, want to know. Wasn't Saint Nicholas from the Middle East, though? I have no idea. I don't even know which saints are make believe. I think they're mm-hmm. all real. I don't I think, think the Middle East. Maybe I think Eastern Europe is for real. Oh, okay. Yeah, because uh, Colton Burpo went there. God, I know that kid's name sounds like a joke, but it's real. <laughs> yeah, he was from Turkey. You're right, Louisa. Yeah. Yeah, what a turkey. But, you know, that's still not that white. I mean, like... Uh, let's not, not grade... That, I, I mean, I mean <laughs> to say that that's not the kind of thing that white supremacists would be into. I don't yeah. know, because the the Aryan race was also from the Middle East, so... Yeah, I guess that's true. How about uh, if we talk about literally anything but white supremacy? Like, we keep getting back to, <laughs> why is this happening? I don't I know. Like, I like number 38 of all time. I think it has a very interesting design that seems to be sort of natural wood-based. 38, you said? Oh, baby, yeah. she's finished. That one. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, I'm guessing it's maple because there's a little maple emoji next to the title, uh, and it's sort of like it's got a weird like cutaway where it's almost a cross section across the top of it. Really cool. Mm, that is nice. Yeah. Bird's eye maple, maybe it looks like bird's eyes at the end, but then not through the grain. So I'm not sure how that shakes out. Yeah, man, I, it must have been really hard to make this, considering how it plays with the grain of the wood so much. I think it. I think the like front part that's dark wood is like a separate piece of wood that's been yeah, fused together with the back piece, and then they cut it to make that interesting. It looks shape. like the. It looks like the front piece might be oak. I want to look at the comments and see if there's any comments that explain what this cool guitar is made of. I'm gonna bet that there are no comments that explain. Man, uh, wouldn't it be great if every once in a while comments actually had anyone who knew fucking anything about <laughs> anything in them? There's someone guessing that it's Ebony Top and Black Limba Back, but I don't know what any of those terms mean. I don't well, think- Well, Ebony's a kind of wood, so that's so probably Black what they mean. Limba, but oh. like, I don't- I mean, Ebony is- I don't know. If it's Ebony, it's not very good quality Ebony. Mm, that might be what they're going for, though, and then that it has that variation to it. I guess. It looks- And then why would they put the maple leaf? Maybe they're just Canadian? It looks a lot more like black oak than ebony to me, personally. Well, the important thing is that you are more of an expert than the people who made the guitar, as we were talking about earlier. Yes, I am. You're right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well- these are pretty nice guitars, and I only want to chew on some of them a little bit, like, just just to see. Oh, man, I forgot. That last one you probably really wanted to chew on a lot. A little bit, just a touch. But it looks, you don't so, ruin it it. looks like cork, almost, which is the most chewable of woods, aren't That is true. Yeah, that's a real pleasant chew. <laughs> it's got a, now, Louisa, it's got a is nice... This, is this a way we could get you into wine? <laughs> if it had... Uh, if you if gave me wine soaked corks, corks? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, like like she's a cat. <laughs> Is that a normal thing to give the cat a cork to play with? 
I don't know. I guess. That's why cats love wine so much. You know. Maybe not these days, because so many corks are just made of, like, plastic or something. That's fine. I mean, cats yeah. like to play with things that are plastic also. Yeah, right, but I wouldn't, wanna, I wouldn't want the cat to chew on it unless it was, like, a normal, like, real material, like wood. I don't want it to chew on plastic. Why? It, it might eat some of it. So? If it wasn't, like, non-toxic, then they wouldn't be able to put it in wine that humans are gonna drink. Right. Yeah, I got well, things that are non-toxic to humans, it doesn't mean that it's not harmful to any other animals. That's true. I suppose that's true, but you give the cat plastic toys to chew on. Yeah, but there's different kinds of plastic. Yeah. I don't know. I will, I guess what I'm saying is I will eat a wine cork <laughs> if that's what I need to do to settle this <laughs> argument. That's fine, you're welcome to. I'm not gonna you. You're not, you're not my cat. Oh, that'd be such good fiber if you ate some wine corks. Oh, it'd be so chewy, though. Your jaw would get so tired. You'd yeah. have to break it up into, like, stages. Yeah. Bake it into a granola bar. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I've got. You know, I was looking at fiber supplements at the store, and they all seem too high-calorie and too many mm -hmm. uh, doses in a day. I'll just start eating corks. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, if you guys like this episode, please rate and review us on iTunes, and uh, make sure to tell your friends about it. It's the best way that we can grow, is by you telling people about it. Um, Go eat a cork about it, why don't you? <laughs> yeah, eat a cork as to show that you're a true fan. Please don't do that. Please, please don't actually do that. That would be a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah don't. Um, but it, instead, to show you're a true fan, why don't you uh, either rate and review us on iTunes, or uh, reach out to us on Twitter. We're on Twitter at seeingreddit, or you can find us on Gmail, seeingreddit at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at kamikazepilot. Oh, I'm on Twitter, j3fk, and I was just getting mad at myself in my head that I forgot to make my thing from online that the comic strip Nancy is good now. Oh yeah, that is true. <laughs> maybe it is maybe very good. maybe next week. I'm sure it'll still be good next week. Louisa, the one talk about the one about everyone you disagree with being a bot made me think of you. <laughs> yeah, that is very uh, good. <laughs> everyone, man. look up that Nancy about bots if you can. Yeah, yeah please go. Uh, go to gocomics.com/nancy and read Nancy. Um, I uh, oh, I'm also on Instagram and Snapchat, Jeff Chicken. All right, you can find me on Twitter at Heronbird and Instagram, uh, Vero, etc. Louisa Heron. All right, thanks to everyone who voted in our uh, fantasy casting poll last week yes. for Poppin' Fresh, the Pillsbury Doughboy. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, you were all wrong. Because <laughs> yeah, I won. I Jeff came wins in again. last place, and Jeff came in first place with his suggestion of Seth Rogen. Mm -hmm. uh, Louisa it was, was in second. It was really like. It it switched a lot during the week. Like, you were winning for a while, and then Hannibal Burris was up there for a while, too. Yeah, Hannibal Burris, which is Louisa's choice, came in, was second. Brandon Fraser, the wild card, was third. And last place, for some reason, was Craig Robinson, even though he would be <laughs> fucking amazing at it, and you know it. Yeah. So, that's fine. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, thanks to uh, the folks who've been tweeting about us, like uh, Joe Motion, Celestial Cup of Coffee... Mm, thank you. Coffee? Uh, some kind of bot network tweeted at us, so thanks, I guess. Thank you. <laughs> for that. Oh, we're I not gonna think... advertise your dumb thing. 
I think it's because uh, when I was logged in last week, I followed one account, so we decided that I should keep following accounts until our followings was 420, and mm, this yes. is probably one of the accounts I followed. Well, great. <laughs> uh, thanks to Jeff for using our account to plug his other thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I tweeted that out on all the accounts I have access to. Well, I'm going to take away your access to our Twitter account, I guess. Uh, thanks to Tanner and Gareth as well, yeah, as thank always. Thank you, Tanner. Thank you, Gareth. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, well... Our, our flavors oh. on beer are not yeah. incorrect. Shut up. <laughs> our opinions on the flavors of beer is what I should have said, like a normal human who can speak sentences. Yes, well, our opinions on beer are correct. Wait, we all have different opinions, so how can they <laughs> yeah. all be incorrect? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. One of us is right, and the other two of us are bots. <laughs> and, and one of us can only tell lies. Yes. yes. <laughs> you may um, ask us one question. <laughs> and that question should be, are you guys going to be back next week? Yes, we are. That's the answer. Oh, but can you trust Matt? <laughs> is he mm, the one who's telling the truth? Maybe I'm the liar. Oh, yeah, I am going to be liar. in Canada, so maybe we won't record next week. I don't know. Anyway, I hope you guys uh, liked this episode. If you did, please come on back. Um, in the meantime, please don't forget to keep your pockets on Shrek. Don't read the comments. Hang in there, baby. In my eyes, in this pose, in disguises no one knows, has the face lies the snake in the sun in my disgrace. back to the classics because matt didn't want me to steal his again yes that's, that is actually yes exactly correct oh i can hear that in your voice matt you're like fuck this i'm yeah. taking the nuclear option yeah that's the only way now we're gonna do a week where all three of us say keep your pockets on track all right cool <laughs> <laughs>